This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, Dave, here we are. Brand new season uh, right around the corner. And, uh, you know, I know the fans are certainly excited about it. Uh, how about from a coaching perspective? I'm excited, too. I'm really excited to get things going. Uh, I, uh, I feel like our staff did a lot of work in the off season, and, and I'm anxious to see how the guys kind of mix and match and how we uh, uh, did guys get better and where can we use this new talent. And uh, Training camp is fun as a coach uh, more than a player, I guess. Players, it's a grind, but... It really is because it gives you a chance to basically try ideas with no repercussions. If it doesn't work, so what? Throw it out. So I really do like camp um, and enjoy getting the guys back together. And that's the team environment that I enjoy being a part of. And, and it certainly has been a, a, a key to our success. So maybe just take us through the week here because you got some physicals and testing. Uh, the rookies are on the field on Thursday. And then, of course, main camp uh, right around the corner on Sunday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, the rookies will be on the field. We'll have a kids camp on Saturday, which is always good to let our rookies kind of understand that we are a community team and that we want to interact, be part of the community. And then uh, the vets come in that night, kind of get them organized and hit the hit the field running on Sunday. And, and it is honestly a little bit different in the today's world. You know, we don't go to pads until practice four. So there's not like you get out there. It used to be in the old days, that first day of bang and, and, and just kind of like, wow, we're back at it. We'll, we'll kind of ease them in a little bit, but the running and, and the learning will be at uh, 100%. Uh, and we have to test these guys on their fitness and they're making sure they, they put the time in in the off season. And I have a great faith that they have and hopefully have a great camp. The, the toughest part probably from a coaching perspective is you get right at it. June 6th is not that far away, your first preseason game. Yeah, well, we can handle it. I mean, we'll, uh, we've already been putting together plays and all that sort of stuff that we think we're going to do. And, you know, I think most coaches in uh, preseason understand that you're not necessarily uh, trying to trick everyone. You're trying to evaluate your guys, and you're not going to see, like, a lot of funky looks from the other team as well. It's man versus man, and did you did you sign the right players? And uh, that's that's always an interesting, uh, you know, uh, preseason-wise. You do want to still go out there and perform, but you also uh, don't want to confuse the guys so much. With us only having basically... Uh, about about 10 days, uh, 9 to 10 days, we have to make sure we don't overload our guys, give them a chance to play fast and, and have some success out there. Speaking of uh, overload, you know, last year, your first year as head coach, offensive coordinator, play caller, uh, jack of all trades for this team. I did have Ryan Dinwiddie on the program last week. He says, hey, it's going to be status quo. Uh, obviously, you're still going to be play, calling the plays. Is, is there going to be any uh, change of uh, responsibilities from, from a coaching perspective this year? No, it's. Uh, I was very, very fortunate to get all my guys back because I think I got a great staff. Um, you know, defensively, um, I'm going to sit in on the meetings a little bit more and let my offensive coaches do a little bit more of the camp install. And I'd like to. Uh, last year, I really did delve into special teams, trying to make sure I didn't feel I had a very good understanding of that. And I want to keep doing that as well as um, stay with the defensive side a little bit more. But I am an offensive guy. I, I do feel like uh, as long as we're all speaking the same language, anyone can install. But I like to be there so that I make sure that uh, the, the, the key words and I guess the details that I want those guys to hear and know are also part of the, the install process. So, um, you know, I've had, I had Pete Costanza with me now basically 10 years. Uh, he's always a good uh, resource to, and, and trustworthy guy. And then 
with Mark and Ryan uh, working in the same office. I feel confident that they are on the same page, and I think I got one of the best old line guys at Pat Delmonico. So we're in good hands. We just got to make sure that we, we don't stay static. I think the legal change, defenses will change. We can't have heavy tendencies. We have to keep moving and, and keep making sure we come up with good ideas and, and coach it well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I look at your lineup, and I asked you this question during the news conference, but uh, this is a veteran lineup. You've you got, you got a lot of returning players coming in. It's going to be tough for a rookie, I think, to make this, uh, make this roster. Well, there'll be rookies making the roster. It's going to be tough, like you said, to be a starter. Um, but I, I do think, like you said, uh, I feel the offensive line is going to be a very big uh, focal point. I, I don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, if we have to, our ratio will change at that position. Um, I think D-line would be the other one. So, you know, it's good that they have a young kid, but they're, they're certainly a, a defensive tackle job wide open. Um, we can use Americans or Canadians, so... Let's just see who goes out there and takes it. And then, obviously, I do think our most veteran group, uh, as it was last year, is our DBs. But we did, even last year, plug in two new guys with Tommy and Ciante. So having those two guys back, you know, and having the, the depth that we have in there is probably our most stable group. Receivers should be a heavy, heavy competition. I'm really looking forward to seeing who's going to step out of that group. Well, Rory Colhart is uh, one of those guys uh, that was picked up by this football club. Uh, the guy that I, I hear all the time from the fans is Lamar Durant. You know, he's going to put a lot of pressure, I think, on Anthony Parker. Well, Lamar should put pressure on any any other receiver. Uh, and that's the thing. If, uh, you know, if we're going to go uh, and uh, I'm going to play the best guys, um, you know, and Lamar to me was taking a nice step and then uh, last year and then unfortunately hurt his ankle in week one. Uh, but Anthony did step up. But I, I, I like our last year's draft pick, Juwan Briskason. He's a good player too. We signed Rory for a reason to come in and go after it. He's produced in the CFL. The one is, is the American guys that came from our Florida camp are just new to this. So let's see, uh, let's see if they can pick up the rules and take advantage of the motions and, and learn coverages and that sort of stuff. And, and uh, I really think that somebody of that group will step up. I don't know if we'll have another Devaris Daniels, but I think somebody will step up and, and surprise people and make it real dif difficult decisions for us. Stampede Ray Coach uh, Dave Dickens and a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. So uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about Ricky Stanzi. Uh, you know, he, he's number four in the depth chart right now, obviously behind Mitchell Gale, uh, behind Andrew Buckley. What, what do you expect from, from Ricky Stanzi? What can you tell the Stampeder fans about him? Well, I think you're, he's a pro. I mean, he's not a young kid. He's 27. He's, uh, he's got good skill, and he's, I think he's a student of the game. Uh, I think he just wants to play football. And, and one thing I always chuckle about with guys coming like with NFL pedigrees is they think they're going to come up there and dominate. And Ricky didn't think that at all. He just felt like he wants a chance to play. And so our situation at the number two and three quarterback spot is, is basically wide open. So I, I know when he expressed interest that he would sign here, he wanted a team that felt like he could at least get to that number two role. And uh, It'll be interesting. They all have different skill sets, but I think all three of them uh, certainly in their minds see themselves as starters. So I like that. And, uh, we obviously have Bo who's done a great job, but we need quarterbacks to keep pressing and, and keep our depth there and um, we'll see how it plays out but Ricky's a good player uh, I think he will fit in uh, well with our guys hopefully you know he's up to speed so he gets a shot, uh, chance to produce in preseason yeah uh, Max Caron uh, that happened this weekend uh, first Carl Lavoie now Max Caron uh, uh, just your thoughts on, on what transpired there this weekend 
Well, you can't speak for someone else's mindset on that. I was just disappointed, and he knows it. Um, but I, I want success for the kid, you know, and not only for us. I, I care about these guys. I want them, you know, and he to have success. And he basically uh, had overcome double Achilles injuries, and I felt like he was in a position this year to potentially step forward. But we got to move on. Uh, we've got other guys. It would, you know, one man's loss, another man's gain, and, and there will be more opportunities, more reps now. Uh, for our guys that are still on their roster. And we signed Bo Landry for a reason. He needs to show what he can play some, some linebacker as well as be a good special teamer on that. Uh, Dexter Janky needs to step up, uh, which he, he easily could. Uh, and then, like I said, I, I, I do believe we, we have some other guys in American talent that could step in there. So I think it was a, it was a bit shocking to me, but uh, life goes on. Wish him the best and, and move forward. Don't want to jump the gun here, but uh, how many guest coaches are you bringing into camp this year? Well, I, I, I'm not bringing like as many guest really? coaches in. I, I I like to have guys. Uh, certainly, I want to see a Phil flavor or CIS flavor. I like to have guys uh, that we have contacts throughout the CIS. So I've got uh, I get more coaches from Canada uh, that are present-day college coaches, and then we've got a few guys here and there. Um, you know, certainly DB, we're bringing in a guy that's from the U.S., but the guest coaches are not as many of past players. Uh, we didn't really have guys in that, but I will say uh, Jabari Arthur is going to be my guest receiver coach who took the receiving job at the University of Calgary, and a guy that played here and uh, that I've had coach my uh, my camps, my football camps, and excited for him to get into the coaching business. Hey, great stuff. Dave, uh, I know we're going to chat a lot during the season. Uh, thanks so much for your time, and uh, have a fun training camp. All right, thank you. Stampeder head coach Dave Dickinson, as uh, we were at McMahon Stadium earlier today, it was the season opening kickoff news conference. And yes, the Calgary Stampeders do get things rolling on Thursday. Actually, tomorrow, physicals and testing for the rookies. Rookies are on the field on Thursday. The veterans join them on the field on Thursday. First preseason game, Tuesday, June the 6th. The BC Lions are in town. Wally Buono and the BC Lions. That's a 5.30 pregame show, 7.30 kickoff at McMahon Stadium. Can't tell you the first period is over in Ottawa. The Senators and the Penguins are scoreless. The Senators looking to stay alive and force a game seven. And the Penguins, the defending champions, looking to move on to the Stanley Cup final against the Nashville Predators. It's over for the Seattle Thunderbirds. Well, it's not over, but it's over, if you know what I mean. Six to nothing now. The St. John Sea Dogs lead the Seattle Thunderbirds. This is a must-win game for these two teams. They are both winless in this tournament. The loser is going home, and it certainly looks like Seattle, the WHL champs, are going home as they trail this hockey game. Six to nothing. That is is late in the second period. The Toronto Blue Jays still have that 2 to nothing lead over Milwaukee in Major League Baseball action. All right, I got to tell you, Sports Talk with Jock is going to go on the road this week. We'll tell you all about those two road shows, one on Thursday, one on Friday, one supporting football and the Flames, and another supporting the Jewish Center here in Calgary, the JCC Dinner. We'll tell you all about that when we come back, as we're also going to be joined by Kevin Smith from Global Sports. Go nowhere. Keep it locked on Sports Talk with Jock. This is the home of the Calgary Stampeders. We are News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.